Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the man that likes to really slow the fuck down and fish. <laughs> Kieran, how you doing, buddy? I am doing great, and I just want to say uh, I've played Dungeons and Dragons. We did it. We did it. We, we for the first time. For the first time we did it. My brother hosted. Very well, by the way. Like, he, he, kudos to my brother. He, he, fucking, could, he could be paid to do that. I think he should. I think he should have just quit his job that he just started. He could be and, paid to be a dungeon master. I'm yeah. sure people would pay online to do that stuff all the time. Yeah. But the most important thing is, I was a king. Well, you you you, uh, you took the title I of took king. the title what of king. What was your full name again? I was uh, King Potato Head and I was a gnome <laughs> wizard. <laughs> right. Uh, and the important thing is I was able to go fishing during the battle. That's true. And because the, I was a king and the king wanted to go fishing. I was a paladin dark elf uh-huh. named Saint Alfonso the Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and it did not turn out very well for me. I think I took a lot of damage and uh, I got beaten up. I rolled straight twos on a 20-sided dice, a 1 in 20 shot. And did I not call that you would roll a 2? It, it I did. called that you would roll a 2. I rolled it twice. I rolled yep. a 2 the first time. Like, oh, sorry, I'll get him the next time. And then I rolled it the second time. It was my turn. I rolled another, another two, 2 and it was just... Pathetic. Yeah, we were, we were beaten. Well, look, at least, I tr- at least I tried to beat the ogre and the goblins that came I don't along. think your brother would have said you tried at all. Well, look, I think your brother would have classified you my- as a nuisance. <laughs> yeah, well, look. He, if this was a court of law, a he would have had a restraining order against you. Wait a second. If, if you, your brother or sister was hosting the uh-huh. game, yeah. would you have done the exact I same? I would have annoyed the fuck out of them. <laughs> Well, I don't feel too bad. I just thought to myself... But I'm the younger brother. The younger brother gets to annoy... You're the older brother. You're meant to be mature. You're meant to be responsible. No. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. I am mature and responsible. I have two houses and two mortgages, a dog and a wife. I'm doing all right. He's the one that's hosting Dungeon Dragons. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, buddy boy. I I love my brother. He's great. Because I feel like 80% of our our listeners play Dungeons and Dragons. That's fine. It's good fun. Uh, We're definitely going to do it again. I think we make like a monthly sort of thing. Um, I'm excited to see where uh, the cheese and potato head. Jess and I, we went into this with a bit of a pact. Yeah. I'm not sure if you're aware of. I'm not. We, because number one, I didn't know how to play. The rules were explained to me. And I found it very annoying because I didn't know how to cheat. Mm-hmm. Normally I cheat when I play games. Um, uh, so Seth was like the banker, uh, like a proper banker yeah. in Monopoly, like a separate person that does banking. Instead of you just to substitute, I'll be banker and then you sneak yourself an, yeah. an extra 20 or yeah. extra 50 yeah. here and there. He, he was like the banker. So you'd be like, oh, it's $50. And he would give you $50, not mm-hmm. $150. Like yeah. you probably did give Yeah, you can't like, do deals. I always do deals with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, no, that's that's very unfair. Yeah. Like he's, he's the judge, Judy, judge, jury, and adjudicator. Uh-huh. I was going to say the judge, Judy, but that's not correct. No, he wasn't judge, but he was it the It could judge, be judge, Judy. If jury, you and, and. But Jess and I went into this going, well, you know, we'll do a suicide pact. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if well, this, he, that, if this isn't going to be fun, because we didn't know, we haven't played before, we'll both die and then we'll just go to the couch well, she and left drink. You, she left you for a, a thing. Cause you you left her, sorry, for a thing. I was, went fishing. You went fishing. She was like into it. She beat like all the... Her and, and Alice 
beat everybody. I know. And they... the boys just sat there twiddling our thumbs. <laughs> we were hopeless. We were bloody hopeless. We were hopeless in the yeah, battle. Yeah, well, we had we had a good time, so definitely going to do that one again. Highly recommend it. You know what? If especially if you don't take it seriously, but I think Steph did it the right way. My brother, mm. he said, make a serious character and then do fun things on the adventure. Don't make a stupid character because you'll just shoot yourself in the foot. Well, I missed that part. Yeah, but like you just named your character. Yeah. It was like stupid. But the rest of the stuff was solid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the rest of your stuff was pretty solid yeah. across the board. But that's the important thing when it comes to these these sort of games. So there you go. Uh, if you would like Turch and I to come over to your Dungeons and Dragons. I'll play. We'll, we'll, we will be there. Well, speaking of people, you know how you always say, that you said at the end of the show, you made our show sound terrible. Uh, people Did I? ever comment yeah you're like i'm like if you like to email us yeah and we only do one thing podcast you're like does anyone ever do it all <laughs> oh, right yeah <laughs> i i buried us at the end of the yeah. last last episode right. yeah but look if you do want to follow <laughs> us make sure you follow us on spotify itunes instagram twitter facebook and soundcloud mm-hmm. and obviously leave us a review we love it uh but if you want to send us some hate mail a death threat or a rant email us at we only do a take we only do a take podcast at gmail.com but the big thing was I've received responses from a couple of people, yeah. including some familiar faces of mm-hmm. the podcast, mm-hmm. who would like to be part of our Read Wikipedia podcast. Read Wikipedia, yeah. And I think it's an important thing. So definitely, boys, you'll receive a message very soon, and okay. hopefully we can get the... I've, I'm still writing the theme tune. I've been okay. busy with work and writing the theme tune to the podcast consultant. I'm looking bit. forward to hearing the theme tune. Can you give us a little little uh demo of what the theme tune well might I, f- be. I feel like it has to be like almost corporate but it has to be like a fun corporate yeah corporate sort of like, but i'm do, also doing do, like do, a fan yeah do, 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 but i'm also doing yeah. i think it like a fantasy like it needs to like uh like wikipedia is like a like a wicka wicka wow. yeah like something crazy okay. like that. so i've got some ideas i've got to put them down on paper and organize it and get the synth going and stuff yeah. like that so if you need someone to banter with, I can sit here and drink while you do the, the what you do. Maybe we should do that. I could inspire you. Maybe, maybe we should like live stream. Because I, I mean, I could I could get the iTunes piano. Yeah. And you know, do a bit of a keyboard. We got a real piano, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever noticed. There's a big, beautiful piano over there. I know that if I uh, I've been trained well that since we've been recording here, because I think twice in the early days. I would almost oh, put yeah, a glass there, and you would. So I just know this section over That's here. That's a family heirloom. As, as the, the as the don't touch, no. don't put anything, don't lean. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. yeah. All good, but yes, I'm gonna throw. Maybe we should do another live stream before the li- when the live stream starts. Maybe I start playing some of the theme tunes mm. and and doing all that because I do love I do love our theme tunes like it, it's all, all the theme tunes sort of come to me really quickly mm-hmm. and I think that's the important thing the spontaneity of yeah of writing all the theme tunes yeah. you know however however they are like we've got the classic one which is a bit slower and mm-hmm. obviously the the rock one's fun then we've got the the review show the review, where we used to review right. our own shows mm-hmm. but now we've got the podcast consultants, consultants bit that's right but we definitely need a Wikipedia one and obviously we're still going to convert those into another Another bit of fun there. Hmm. But Kieran, I've got a little bit of a rant today. Well, I was about to ask, do you have a rant? Yeah, I've got a... Got you got a little, little bit of a rant. i got a little bit of a rant. Uh-huh. It's been a, been a... I haven't written as much material as I, as I like to write. Usually I have like four or five rants, so I try to get it down to one or two that mm. I like. Mm. Or, you know, recently it's been a bit less. I've been less... 
I've been less ranty recently because I have been going back to the gym mm-hmm. and getting out that aggression. Ah, oh, well, there's the problem. Stop going to the gym. <laughs> Think of the podcast. Think of the podcast. Is is the podcast suffering because I'm going <laughs> to the gym? If it is, I don't know. But that's it. Oh, if, that's my rant. If, Turch's rant. <laughs> I've been on a downward trajectory. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> The one, the biggest rant that you gave me shit for, uh-huh. the biggest rant, I, I, I was like, ah, oh, shitty pants. Uh-huh. And you were like, what the hell is this rant about? That's a shit rant. <laughs> dis- that's a disgrace to this podcast. Do you know? Do you know? And the next week you came in like, how many fucking shitty pens are you? <laughs> I got so angry. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not. Rants, I think, on this show, it's sometimes there's big things. Do you know all my pens are gone from my desk? Yeah. And it's me. They've ended up in other places. Of course. But I don't... And and the one one pen that you get a little bit of ink out of at the moment, and then it dries up really quickly, somehow manages to stay on my desk. Of course. And that's the pen. I'm like, oh, I've got a pen. And then I'm like, start writing But I bet you that's your favourite pen, because you've Uh, nearly used it all. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, where are are my other pens? (laughs) That's the it's rants are not about the, the the little thing. It's not about the big things. Like the big things annoy you, but it's all macro. Mm-hmm. It's those little things that are just chip away at you during your day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I want to? That's I, what really I, do you know what I want to rant about? What? And I know I've cut you off from your rant. Yeah, that's but, okay. You know, stuff it. You know when you you know when you people annoy me that uh, cut me off. That's what I want to rant. Yeah, about. Okay. <laughs> all right, good. Shaving, but more okay. specifically. Your ball sack? Buying the, the shaving device. But not mm. the shaving device. I go into the shops. I'm like, okay, I've got, the, I've got the shaver. I just need to get more blades. Yes, okay. Right. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Which, which one? Which one do I have? I'm going to tell you a secret. And then They all fit. Oh, good. Well, they, <laughs> they've always fitted. I've, but I, I've always, I'm always stuck with that. What, what are you? What are you? What type of guy a, are you? A Gillette. You're a Gillette man, yeah. Gillette. But then I can't get like... Two or three. You've got to buy like fifteen. Yeah, you, you can't, can't. You can't just. But how often do you shave? Like you shave way oh, more. I don't shave that often. <laughs> <laughs> how long? How long has it been since your last shave? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a couple of days. Couple of days. Right? I would get that the next day after I shave. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's 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 sort of, and I'm left in this conundrum of of. You know, and then I'm like, the, the, the shave blades are so expensive. They are. And it's, maybe it's just, I'm like, they're so little, but I don't want to pay that much. You know what? For the man who just got a Costco voucher. <laughs> yeah. And who's buying like bulk 20 kilos of steak for a week between three blokes. Uh-huh. I think you have no, I, maybe less on the steaks and just buy one <laughs> pack of razors and it sounds like it'll last you a long time. I just bought a pack of like That's eight I'm going to Costco to get my razors. Well, there you there go. You go. There Done. you go. We're right. almost out of steak, so we've got to go back to Costco Perfect. and get more steak. Perfect. Then you can yeah. really cut those th- steaks nice and thin. Yeah. Real, real well, fucking... cutting them thin. No, well, you know, it's with the razor. Nice and sharp. Oh, Beautiful. right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I missed that one. Anyway, so my rant. Mm-hmm. Keep it back to... Keep it back to me, the star of the show. <laughs> You do a very good job <laughs> containing me, I have thank to admit. You, thank you. Not many people can contain me like you, Tosh. <sighs> I try my best, you know. It's just, uh, I, I try to keep people on a leash. <laughs> you know, you, my dog, Jess, it's all the same. <laughs> um, no, uh, more and more meetings have been happening. We're, we're sort of changing at work. We're doing this and that, all that sort of thing. 
And uh, look, broadly, mm-hmm. business type jargon. Mm. I used to be really into it. Right. And like um, I tried to, be, to look professional, sound like, professional. Like we're activating the kitchen. Yeah, we're doing, yeah. We're, you know, all that sort of like those doing type words that are all fancy. And I'm like, you know, we're, most of them we're upgrading the system. Yeah, we you know, all those words, all those yeah. jargony sort yeah. of words. Um, we're having an uh, an innovation lunch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So here's the one, the one that I found is the worst jar- business jargon mm. out of all the business jargons. Yeah. Strategic planning. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, if two words basically mean the same thing <laughs> more than anything else, well, we're going to write down a strategic plan. Okay, this is not like the uh, Three Stooges of Dumb and Double where they go, oh, we're going to put together a strategic plan right. and it's the most retarded plan on earth. I'm going to tell you. It's, now, now most, I know, I know most plans are strategic. Now I'm gonna, the I whole know, point of getting a plan together is to be strategic. And I'm going to say they're not they're not strategic, all these plans. No, I, they're I, not. I want, to, I want to throw this out to you and then I, I want you to okay. use this as something to measure your strategic planning. <laughs> a strategy needs to be clear and simple, right? That anyone in the organization, when faced with a decision, can execute. Now you're going, what the fuck am I talking about, Kieran? Let me explain. World War II. Okay. Right? The Western world... The leash is reeling in, buddy. Yeah, no, nah, I'll hear me out. The Western world, this was, this was the strategy. Survive. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cut off supply. Yeah. So, so, it didn't, so it didn't matter where you were in the ranks of the army. Yeah. If you were out in France but that's fighting, that's also strategic. Right. That's not it's no, no, no. a plan. That's a strategic that, that, plan. That is that is a strategy, but it means it doesn't matter who you are mm. because you're like, there's a tank over there, but they can't reach me. All good. But I can blow up this bridge, yeah. that, and I can cut off. So can I survive yet? Can I blow up that? Do I fire back at the 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 the, the people over there that can't get me, or do I cut off supply? Yeah. I'm a I'm a peasant in the army. I'm a private. I cut off supply. Very easy to okay, follow. Good, good, good. Very easy to follow. Also, now, now businesses second- and organizations, when it comes to strategic planning, should also be simple and easy to understand. I've been in these strategic planning meetings, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. That, I think that's the biggest issue with all these strategic planning meetings. They become so micro, rather than like you know macro across organization simplistic yeah. viewpoints. They become really macro, which stops being strategic and just being becomes process. Yeah. And once it becomes process, then you should scrap it again. <laughs> Another word I hate is uh, working in silos or trying to break away from silos. I'm sure you've heard this uh, one before. Ah, not the silos. And it's like, you know what? Sometimes silos are a good thing because I don't really need to know everything hmm. someone else is doing. In fact, I just need to know that my work is getting done mm-hmm. and a little bit around me, you know? Now, someone at a... You like to be ignorant to the whole thing. You're not paid enough yeah, to understand exa- the complexities of the whole thing. Look, I understand enough of the complexities to go, I'm not going to get involved in that, mm. you know? Or I'll push that on. That's not my... I have enough understanding to know which is my job yeah. and what is not my so job. So your silo is, I make the coffee out of the coffee machine. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be involved in the ordering of the coffee, nope. changing the type of coffee, nope. having discussions the- about the coffee. You know, I go to a restaurant and I buy food. I'm also not the farmer. Yeah. 
I understand that there's a process to get the food. Yeah. There's a transport delivery service. There's a growth thing. There's of chemicals. There's, you know, buying pesticides. There's also the chopping of the vegetables. Mm. I understand that. But my job at the restaurant is to is eat, eat the, the food. food. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I can get involved in washing the dishes. But is that really my role in this organization? Or in this and You're, it's no. No. But I understand it. Yeah. And as soon as you understand, that's when you can go, I'm not doing these things. Mm-hmm. And you become a more productive worker because the jobs you say you're going to do are the jobs you are going to do. This is free business advice for anyone. <laughs> you know? And that's when you do like a little bit outside your job. You go, you know what? I'm at a restaurant. The, 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 the analogy. The I'm going to compliment the waiter. I'm now going to step no, outside no, of no, my no. competency oh, of eating you know and what? compliment the waiter. I'm yeah. going to put my cutlery and my napkin on the plate oh. so they could pick it up. It's all in one. Yeah. That's going above and beyond. Hmm. That's it. Or just saying thank you. Like, thank you. Is a, I think it's a pretty standard thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah right? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. 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 Ordering dessert is also yeah, breaking go. the silo. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a little, you know, again, I'm never going to wash the dishes. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to go, you know what? I'm going to start cooking the food. And I'm definitely not going to go do some. I might logistics. send the food back. Oh, that's that's that's. But because someone in that in their job, was maybe doing something like the cook or something. Going, I need to wash these dishes. No, no, no. That's not your job. You cook. Or the or, or the busboy's a... gone. You know what? Maybe I'll cook Anthony's dinner for once. No, 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 sir. They pay a chef. He knows what to do. Yeah. Let the man do the work. That's right. Let the, let him work in his own silo. I once was at Pancake Parlor, uh-huh. right? And I uh, told the I told the waitress like, yeah, I ordered the food. And I was like, just hold the spit. She did not take that as a joke. <laughs> uh, biggest glass of spit in your <laughs> milkshake you've ever. And then seen. when it then when it arrived, I was like, they didn't spit in it, did they? Yeah. <laughs> I was. I think I've told this story in the podcast. But we went to some people don't get our sense of humor. No. Yeah. No. Uh, so we went into Pancake Parlor and uh, we ordered. A drink. I said, "Excuse me, can I have the the drinks menu?" Hmm. And the woman said, "The alcoholic, like the, the adults menu, like the adult drinks menu." And I'm like, yeah, "Yes, the alcohol menu. Thank you." Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was very. Sh- and then she came over after. Isn't that the drinks menu? Well, yeah. Doesn't the drinks menu also contain the non-alcoholic drinks? Well, Pancake Parlor has on the regular menu, like the milkshakes. Right. But they have, the drinks menu is usually implied that it's the alcohol menu. There's not many places you go, oh, uh, I'll take the drinks menu. It says, water. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkling. <laughs> yeah. Not, not many places have that, I was just going to say. Holy water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon you could sell holy water? As long as you get a blessed, you can sell it. So if we start a religion, yeah, and I become blessed, yeah, I could bless water yeah. that would thus therefore be holy, yeah, and we could sell it, yeah, for sure. That's, I mean, it's not illegal. It does now. Does the Catholic Church own a trademark at all? No, that's something I don't know. Because I'm thinking a name very similar to the Catholic Church. Where people, if they didn't pay close enough attention, would go, "Oh my God, I'm bu- I'm now buying holy water." Well, I guess they can't really paint the name Holy Water. Hmm. So if you just make something like Kieran, old Uncle K's, yeah, Uncle uh, Father holy water. Father Kieran's, <laughs> Father Kieran's Holy Water, yeah, Lord King <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Potato Head 
it's un- holy water. Yeah, you could, I think you could do that. I don't mm. see why not. Mm. But I am just a man. I'm in my own silo. Yeah. The law is yeah. not part of my <laughs> scope of work. Well, as a king, I as a king potato head known wizard, <laughs> I bless the. I had that on your, the next hat. <laughs> I get you, king potato head known wizard CEO. I uh, bless the water that thee are drinking. Oh, I'm very blessed. Look at this. I'm just. Look at that. If you'd like to buy any of this water, um, that's Melbourne water. That's, uh, the best water in the world. That, apparently so. Yeah. Apparently so. Oh, but Kevin, you got some news for you? Got a little rant, or you got some news for us? No, I was only ranting about the Gillette things. Mm. Um, it's been, uh, you know. So I you're, had, you're um, manual shaver then? Don't do, don't do the electric. Nah, I don't do the electric. I got the electric just to trim the beard. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I don't really, I kind of don't, don't really grow the beard. Yeah, I don't. All right, Mr. Turch. What have you got for me? I've got some stuff about COVID. I'm, I'm finally ready to talk about COVID after all this time. Oh, okay. Very exciting. Um, Aunt Pikachu triumphs in Chile election to draft new constitution. Art Pikachu? Uh, Aunt Pikachu. Uh, Aunt Pikachu. Auntie, like aunt. Okay. Yeah, look. It's a, it's Fantastic. A, it's a Pikachu. A woman who became famous for joining protests in Chile while wearing a Pikachu costume, has been elected to the body that will draft the country's new constitution. You know, this just proves that people shouldn't... People on the internet shouldn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is like the Bodie McBoat face all over again. It's great, isn't it? Oh. Uh, Giovanni Grandon, more widely known as Aunt Pikachu, was elected as one of the representatives for District 12 in southeast Santiago, the capital, after the nation went to the polls over the weekend. She managed to win more than 16,000 votes in the election to rewrite the country's constitution following protests that broke out over inequality in October 2019. It's pretty weird that Chile is fighting over inequality. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't say it's like... I thought Chile was doing pretty good. Is it? I don't know enough about the economics of Chile. I think it was Argentina that uh you know tried to take back the falkland islands and england went nah not gonna like that yeah happen. i remember that episode. and i'm pretty sure Simpsons. chile was just going hey we're over here don't involve us that's fair enough hmm. that's fair enough i don't know enough about chile i know they've got a soccer team they do yeah. okay uh but that that's about it i don't um i, I wouldn't say i'm a very overly sport orientated loki bloke mm-hmm. but like I do love like the soccer's like the one sport I have knowledge on. And I'm basically Also the, known as football. Basically the only guy in my whole team. Mm. So I'm just like, oh except for one guy who's gay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, has anyone watched the soccer on the oh, weekend? Oh, your work team. Yeah, work yeah, team. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, has anyone like watched the soccer on the weekend? It was the women's ch- uh, Champions League soccer game and Barcelona won, they beat Chelsea and Chelsea have um, Sam Kerr, who's an Australian, mm-hmm, she plays mm-hmm. for the um, Matildas and stuff like that. And everyone's like, "Oh, look at you, blokey bloke, talking about soccer." And I went, "I'm talking about the female <laughs> Champions <laughs> League, like it's a, you know, and I'm talking about an Australian woman who's lost." And like, geez, if if what if what if blokey blokes are the ones talking about the female sports, yeah, in a way that they're excited about it, I'd be very surprised. Uh-huh. I can't see too many overtly blokey blokes going, oh, did you see the WAFL, mate? That was a game. The waffle. The waffle. <laughs> Why did they do that to themselves? What? <laughs> Calling themselves the waffle. Uh-uh. Yeah. 
Ah, good, good on him. Good on you. Good on you, Turch. Support women's soccer. Don't support women's AFL. Do you know what I've been getting into? <laughs> well, some would argue that uh, AFL is not really football. That's true. Yeah. Uh, UFC. Yeah. The women's UFC is great. Oh, oh unbelievable. 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 Amazing. Amazing. Uh, and the more I learn about fighting and, and UFC and, and, and the more I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking intense. Mm. This is unbelievable watching like... They actually... Like, still, they couldn't compete with the men because of obviously no, 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 physicality no. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, their, their fights are fantastic. Like, yeah, and very technical. And the thing I like about... The, the technical side of things. The thing I like about it as well, unlike the, so- like the soccer teams or the basketball teams or anything like that, yeah. these are the best of the best. Yeah. And so, while a soccer team might have like two or three really good players, yeah, but the way they do the picks and the drafts and all that, they're sort of these the, the best of the best are scattered across the teams. Mm. Whereas, you know, when you're watching this, this sport, it's like tennis. The, these are the best of the best mm. fighting it out. Yeah, you say that's an interesting sort of thing. So yeah, they've got the be- like they haven't got the best all the best players on one team mm. because it's very rarely that the best team have all the players are like ten out of tens. Usually, it's it's the camaraderie and their skills, like what they're missing. Mm. You know. And the only time it's ever had all the, I'll put in quotes, the greatest soccer players all on one team was when Real Madrid in in, in like the mid-2000s decided mm-hmm. we're going to make a superstar team that's been mega, mega, mega players and put together the, the Galacticos. Mm-hmm. And they basically they bought like David Beckham, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, or they tried to buy Ronaldinho. Um, Zidane, they Roberto Carlos, they put together this team that was worth like a billion dollars. Yeah. The Raul was there. Amazing mega dollars. And then they didn't even win much. They lost to teams that were just good players. Well, you know, one one or two really top players and then good players, the rest of them. Mm. Uh, so they the weren't board. they weren't playing as a team. Yeah. It's so yeah. it's not just about the individual skill level in a team sport. It's about how it works within the team setting. Mm. And that, that's the in- interesting thing. And that's why blokes like playing a football team manager of the games because it's, it's that level of statistics that they like. Well, I guess playing in a team is a little bit different. But these individual sports, I don't know. You know you, what, Kieran? You, still... Even if we had the greatest ever netballer on our team yeah, and our mixed team that we played with <laughs> the girls, we would still be shit. <laughs> we would still be shit yeah. because... We all have a lot of passion. That's right, right. And netball umpires don't like don't passion. Don't like that at all. Don't no. like, you know. The fact that we never got kicked out, I'm amazed. Well, one of our team members. <laughs> uh, here we go, Kieran. Uh, I've been reading up on India. India is really struggling with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what they should do is you should watch the Cool Cat Fights the Coronavirus <laughs> film and learn about how to stop the coronavirus. And obviously, you no know, Dirty Dog tries to... And if you haven't watched Cool uh, Cool Cat Stops the Coronavirus, I highly recommend it because it's a fantastic film. 20 Der- minutes of my life I will never get back. Derek Savage, he's a genius. Nah, it was, it was, it was, I knew what I, okay, when I, when I opened to play it, I was like, all right, I know what I'm getting myself into now for the next 20 minutes. That's pretty great. You did love it though. Oh, I, it was. Did, did the other boys watch it at all? No, no, I was watching it <laughs> and surprisingly... None of my housemates managed to interrupt me for 20 minutes. That was great. Which yeah. I was a little bit like... Maybe you should watch it more often. I was like, how the fuck does, is this occurring? How how do I have this TV for 20 minutes? twice. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is unbelievable. Anyway, so 
nonetheless, India having it really bad with the yeah. coronavirus, you know, because I don't think. Look, we try to follow this the uh, the Who's advice. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Uh, yeah, who, I was gonna who, make that joke too, who, but who. we're trying to follow the you know the World Health Organization's advice. We're trying to follow the government's advice. <laughs> oh shit, we're following Dan the Man or Dictator Dan's advice. Well, he's basically dead now. Yeah. Whatever his problem, his problem is so nothing's changed, which mm-hmm. is great. You should kick him out of action. He's the first politician I like because he's done nothing. If he does nothing, I'm yeah. happy. Politicians do nothing; they will successfully win another term. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Prove me wrong, politicians. Prove me wrong. But I'm finding out about India that they're really not doing too well with co- coronavirus, and there's a few things I think that I've found recently have come into the news that I think it, I think we can discuss. Mm-hmm. And this is the headline. I drink cow urine every day so I don't have COVID. PJP MP Pragmata is a lifesaver, he's saying. Um, Cow urine can cure lung infections. Um, Oh, now I can't believe it. Yeah, okay. This is what happens. Basically, this Indian... (laughs) Here you go. Here is a lifesaver. The MP two years ago claimed the mix of cow urine and other cow products have cured his cancer. And now he's saying... Uh, he was admitted to Daly's Amos Hospital with COVID symptoms in December 2020, but he said that uh, now he doesn't have it, and he blame and he gives credit to cow urine, drinking cow urine every single day. So he got rid of cure uh, cancer from it. Now coronavirus by drinking cow urine. That is an amazing. MP, an amazing. MP. Doctors have said, don't do that, <laughs> but he is going on TV and everywhere else like that. I, 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 look, you're not going to get me drinking cow urine. No. But, I mean, th- this is interesting because, number one, you've got to capture the cow u- urine. Yeah. The, uh, there's many... And, I, and there's I'm, more sure questions. They, I'm sure they urinate a lot when they urinate. There's a lot of questions that yeah. are involved in this. One, how much do you drink? Mm-hmm. How do you collect it? Mm-hmm. Cold or warm? Mm. Would you put it next to another bottle in the fridge Hmm. has your family ever drank it by accident Mm -hmm. was it funny and the answer to all those is yes (laughs) (laughs) but he's going around telling people so should probably give a warning if you're driving your car now and you're disgusted easily don't listen to this bit well the next bit's going to be (laughs) even worse so another thing uh that india has been doing and i saw another article about it yeah but uh u.s customs are telling people from india to stop bringing cow dung in their suitcases because mm-hmm. they think it stops the coronavirus and same sort of thing here cow dung increases chance of uh, black fungus in di- uh, diabetic and covid patients doctor says so in india they're actually rubbing themselves in cow dung thinking that's gonna stop the coronavirus or if they have it it's gonna cure it and all these doctors are like no you're just going to die quicker because <laughs> you're going to catch all these other, other diseases. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so in Hinduism, the cow is considered a sacred symbol of life and earth. And for centuries, the Hindus have used cow dung to clean their homes and for prayer rituals, believing it has therapeutic and antiseptic pro- properties. However, doctors and scientists in India across the world have repeatedly warned against practicing alternative treatments to COVID-19, saying that it can lead to a false sense of security and complicate health problems there's no concrete scientific evidence that con- uh, cow dung 
or urine work to boost immunity against COVID-19. It is based entirely on belief, which is a doctor from the uh, Indian Medical Association. So their experts are going up to them and saying, guys, urine, don't, don't do that. That's, that's not good at all. And they're still doing it. Is this worse? So all this combined, Mm. is this worse than an anti-vaxxer? That's my question. Because if they're comfortable drinking and and covering themselves in the uh, bile, the extra, you know, piss and shit of, of a cow, how confident can they be of getting a vaccine? Yeah, very, uh, very interesting. See, this uh, this is what I think. If you are one of these people that believe in, you know, luck and uh, and don't really believe in science, good luck to you. You're not going to do very good in life. <laughs> very true. Yeah, yeah, if you believe in luck, then you're just not going to be able to change your fortunes. If you believe in crap, like urine and shit, then good luck to you. You're probably going to get sick and and have other infections. That's true. I'm And if you're an anti-vaxxer, well, muzzle cover yourself in shit. Shit and urine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's still up to the personal choice of the person. Oh, I'm all for their personal choice. <laughs> I'm cool. a little bit Darwinistic here. Let's just let's speed it up for that's them. That's right. That's and, right. Um, and 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 you know, let's just let evolution do its thing. Oh, exactly. You got some more news? I do have some more news. Oh, very good. Because I've got one more after this. Then it's time for some podcast consultants. Some podcast consultants. Yes. <laughs> Teasing you. What's that? Teasing you for the podcast consultants bit. Oh. Uh, scholars are one step closer to solving the mystery of an enormous chalk penis. <laughs> A new analysis of the 180 foot tall uh, Kring Abyss giant dates uh, the English landmark to between 700 and 1100 AD. That's amazing. That's so great. Desc- um, describe it to our listeners. Okay, so think of a crop circle. Yeah. Or uh, the the items created in the Nazca Desert, like the Nazca Lines, and all of the animals. But this is in a field. It looks like it's probably made of rocks or something, like a rock. What, what's it like? You know, it's indented into the ground. It's, it's an indented into the green grass. I don't know, into the grass. Obviously, it has to be something that's long-lasting because it's been around for like a thousand years or so. It's all white, mm-hmm. and the picture of a bloke with a, with a naked, yeah. uh, with a club. Yeah. And a giant, <laughs> <laughs> giant eruption. It's, it's right up. It's from the where the dick is all the way up to basically the nipples. The nipples, yeah. yeah. That's you know, that's a, that's a good length. It's a good length, and it looks like good girth as well. It's yeah, a, it's a, it's proportional. It's proportion. That's right. Accurate. Uh, there you go. Well, well, well done. Uh, so they they think uh, about eight hundred years uh, AD. Amazing. Was, was uh, when it was created. I've got some more news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Turch, this is quite sad. A new study was conducted. Oh, danger. 40% of university students are found to be addicted to their smartphone. Oh, well. I'm not surprised. It's not even sad. It's just stupid. I was actually quite amazed that it was 40%. I thought it would be much higher. It's higher. No, because there's, de- there's definitely people... Like, I think I became less addicted to my smartphone at university. Hmm. I think because at high school, it was like a taboo thing. 
like going on your phone, using your phone mm. all the time. And then I think it does go up in like your first year of university. And as time goes on, you're just like, oh, I don't want to have to deal with the phone. Mm. I would love, and like uh, now I can't, like I get home from work and the phone just goes to the side. Away and, in the you side, yeah. Like you try to call me all the time and I never answer. I call Jess. He needs call yeah, Jess. I just call Jess. My favorite, I've got to put out this recently. You give me a call. I don't pick up the phone. Then you call Jess and you go, where in the supermarket are the bitters for my drink? <laughs> and Jess goes, ah, liquor land. <laughs> the alcohol. Jess <laughs> always helps me when I've got supermarket questions. Yeah, she told my mum that. And yeah. my mum's like, you could call her as well if you'd like. If oh, you'd really? <laughs> if you'd like a, 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 third op- a, a third option. Yeah. Uh, but she'll probably yell at you a lot. As oh, that's well. fine. And you'll have to give her buy her stuff as well. I feel like Jess yells at me too. Yeah, that's true. I, I tune it out. Oh, you know. So you're gonna make a woman very happy one day. I tune it I out. Say? But uh yeah. Thank you for all your your when I call Jess, you know, and I'm in the supermarket struggling to find whatever I'm trying to buy. Well, you know, she tries her best to to help out friends in the best thank possible you. way. Uh no that's a quick one because uh that's what it is. Uh, mammals can breathe through their anus. Let <laughs> uh, me uh, 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 Mammals can breathe through their anus in emergencies, a Japanese study finds. So they tested all this and found that in an emergency situation, like when the animal couldn't breathe, especially a pig, uh, they could breathe a little bit through their anus. <laughs> now (laughs) so many questions but please continue when i was a little kid and i would go swimming right i always had to pee when i got out of the pool and i used to think that because i was swimming all the water was going through like my ears and my butthole and my penis hole and that's why i had all this extra water in my body that's why i had to pee Uh uh-huh oh and What's the finding? What's the <laughs> what? obviously not the case. <laughs> obviously, no. It's just it's it's. I learned later that the, the digestive system uh, is a thing. Is a thing. Yeah, that's interesting. They can breathe through their uh, the buttholes. The buttholes. It's a very you would I with all these sort of tests, especially something like this. My my first question is. What made people want to study this? Or how did they go... What what else were they doing to figure this out? i tell you what they were doing. They were going, we've got a pig here that shits. And I want to know if we cover ourselves in shit, whether that's going to protect us from COVID. Because stuff the cow, the pig is far better. The pig is... The, right? I'm all out there. The pig is... The p- pig is mm. the pork. In general, yeah. and then best they, meat. Then they go, "Oh my god, look, it can breathe." Pork, pork is the best meat, though. No, Objectively, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the cow. I, you know, I give cow the credit. Yeah. Steaks are amazing, but from bacon to salami mm-hmm. to pork knuckle, mm-hmm. oh, pork knuckle. See, yeah, yeah. and then pork belly. Yeah, all these things. Oh, no, you're already licking your shoulders <laughs> over there. Like, <laughs> you know. Like, I'm 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 salivating here. To the here, pancetta, church. to the mortadella, to the ham, mm-hmm. all these things. Mm. Oh, the ham! I forgot about the ham. You know, or pork chops, mm. pork ribs. Mm. 
uh, pulled pork. Can you stop it. Stop it. It's going to be a drool. It's going to be a, a, a pool. I look, I love a good burger. I love mm. a, you know, I love a good hamburger. I love a good steak. You know, I love a good ribs. Yeah. I love, you know, but I think, I think pork for me, mm. especially with the cured meat aspect mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. it, really takes, really takes the cake. You make a good argument here. Thank you, thank you. Thank I'm not going to lie. That is a that was a very solid <laughs> argument. <laughs> instinctively started licking your lips. It was amazing. I couldn't even like pl- we couldn't even like plan it that way. You were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Keep man. talking, baby. This is our- oh, oh yeah. <laughs> love the nipples. Love the nipples. And it's like the only animal on earth that we have an abundance of because two of the biggest religions don't eat they it. don't eat it, yeah, it's great. Well, good, keep it up. <laughs> keep it up, keep boys. It up. You know, Palestine, Israel, this is how you solve your differences. You both hate the pig. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, Kieran. Yes. Is it? Is it time it for... It is time, buddy boy. Oh. It's time for Podcast Consultants. Everybody, welcome back to the podcast consultants. Where Turch and Kieran try to help you improve your podcast by fixing the audio editing, by editing the show, and just making the content just that little bit better. And also, you know, critiquing the fuck out of it. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, that what, what's the fun in uh, doing a show if you're not going to make do it uh, to make make a lot of fun of it mm. now kieran mm. what if i said to you that there are people in this world mm-hmm. that specifically women mm. that believe that they are witches okay well you know <laughs> we i'm 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 gonna believe it okay good good so i found a podcast yeah it's called um it's called witch talk over wine witch talk over wine and it's a podcast can i say right away what a great name it's a good name it's a great name uh, so here's the description. Each week, Iris and Glendowin, a couple of Australian pagan sol- uh, uh, solitary witches, come together over a glass of grape mm-hmm. and talk about everything otherworldly, from casting circle to protection spells to healing with herbs and sex with shamans. So if you're into magic and laughter and wine and strange stories then this is the coven for you. Blessed be. I really hope they tell us what wine they're drinking. I really hope each week they take a different <laughs> bottle of wine. So, sadly, this podcast is no longer. Oh! But I found it. I found it um, and I thought to myself, no, this is a show that we have to listen to. And I thought, I looked at the listings of the names of the podcast and I'm like, you know what? I basically, they're only like 15, 10, 15 minute episodes. I basically listened to them all. Brilliant. Because this is... Well, look, I'm going to play... We're just going to play the show. We'll uh-huh. just talk about something when we want. But this show reminded me of something in particular. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you a little bit of story. So we're going to listen to this show called Why Love Spells Do and Don't Work. And I thought this was the best one. Because right. the rest are talking about like the different elements like fire, earth, air, water. And uh, one was the the last episode and why they're having to stop the show. Very interesting. And I'll talk about it because they, there's some things that sort of intertwine. 
into this sort of stuff, but we're going to talk this, about... The intertwining of the witch, I like oh, it. the witch, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to play the show. We're going to stop it when, whenever you feel it. Okay. But uh, look, the production value is actually quite good, but I'm going to talk about a bit about the editing uh-huh. as well because they do something that I've never really heard in too many other podcasts, but it's so glaringly obvious. But let's see if you can figure it out too. So here we go. Why love spells do and don't work? Because I love my wine, but I love my witches. Like, I really love my witches. Witch talk over wine. What was that? I was like, are we recording? Yeah. Because last time when you did it, the thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we're recording, baby. All right, it's all good. It's a cool intro. Yeah. A little fun. Here we go. Now, are you ready? These, again, they're, we're, they're women. They're from Australia. Are you uh-huh. ready for this? All right, I'm ready. Hi, I'm Iris. And I'm Gwendolyn. And we're two witches who like to get together and have a glass of wine and talk about all things witchy. So grab yourself a glass of wine and come and join the convo. That's Australian for conversation. (laughs) I love it. That's great. That's great. Amazing. Now, energy, enthusiasm. Fun. Yeah. It's obviously pre-recorded. You'll see it's the start of every show. But something about their voices. Yeah. What does it remind you of? Us. Well, maybe a bit of us, yeah. But... (laughs) Think about some Australian stuff, but we'll continue on because it's starting now. Now, Gwenny, I think it's fair to say that when witches get together over wine, one thing we love to talk about is love. Yeah. And finding that special someone. Or lack thereof. (laughs) Okay. Did you hear that little bit of the editing? Yeah. So what they've done is someone's obviously edited this. I don't know if it's them or they've just outsourced it. But what they've done is they've gone, they've, They've got the clip. Instead of letting the laugh naturally die out and then, you know, they've done a hard cut. And the next part is just there. So have a real good close Mm, listen again. Someone. All lack thereof. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's a big desire for any. So what they've done is the whole show, this is every single episode. It's amazing. They must record for about 25 minutes and then every pregnant pause or little pause or anytime there's some dead air, like that, mm. there's, they've just removed it. No, don't do that. Leave that in. <laughs> Leave the really long dead air. The really long dead air you can get rid of or shorten. Yeah. But the, like, the little pauses, little phrases, this and that. That needs to be there hmm. to break up the flow. It feels like so. It feels like a natural conversation, not rambling on and on and keep talking about things. And then when it's over to Kieran to talk, we need to equate it. It's it needs that little bit of a break in between people talking. It's a natural thing, a part of conversation. So, but still good. At least they're editing. Yeah. One to want to meet that special someone. And when you're a witch too, you're obviously going, oh, I've got a few more tools at my disposal. I can weave a bit of magic and open up circle and do some love spells. And we just thought we'd talk about that today and why things work, why they don't. right there. Did you hear it? There was obviously something there and they've cut it out. It's so freaky. Like the more you listen to it, the more you can hear it. But they're talking about love spells uh, and how a witch can utilize love spells to f- help them find love. And uh, I think it's, it's a good, good, great topic. Perfect. I What's think I experience? should do the part of why it doesn't work. 
Because you are currently <laughs> single. That yeah. won't be the case for long. We're yeah, all we sure are. of that. Yeah. 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 So I've been single for, say, 15 years. I do have four daughters. And after my relationship failed, I actually did make the decision to not jump into another relationship, to bring the girls up. And it's because I didn't want anyone messing with them, like emotionally, physically, spiritually, any of it. I just wanted to keep them safe. And I thought the best thing to do is to just bring your children up. See how that natural stuff was there? Yeah. That was okay. That actually felt really natural. Natural, But some yeah. of those really short breaks. Chopping and changing. Yeah. Are uh, uh, you noticing the voices? The voices sound familiar, don't they? Uh, let's continue on. And I think that's common probably for a lot of single mothers. You know, if you're working and you've got your kids, that's enough and you can yeah. throw yourself into that and that's enough action yeah. going on there. Action. Had a damn good time while I was doing it <laughs> because I let myself go. I cannot tell you the fun in letting yourself go. Oh, there's consequences. But, you know, I drank, I ate what I wanted, I didn't exercise. Oh, it was lovely, Cal. We had a great time down at the... <laughs> This is the Kath and Kim yeah. of the witch world. <laughs> this is the Kath and Kim. Who are, do, I know, do I know these people? Okay, you don't really know them, but you do kind of know them. So one of them is like a witch, like a professional type witch, from what I can understand anyway. Okay. And she's the one that does a little bit more of the technical side of the talking. The other one, what we find out in the last episode they ever release, is that she's a writer for the television, Australian television show Neighbours. Okay. Uh, interesting. And she's been writing for 30 years on yeah. Neighbours Give or Take. As a wow. Amazing. And then the other witch goes, oh, tell everyone what you're most famous for. And the other witch says, the one that writes on Neighbours goes, I created the character Toadie. <laughs> the character what? Toadie. Who's Toadie? The, uh, you know, Toadie? Like, oh, let me get him up. Let's listen to some more and I'll get Tony up. <laughs> okay. I just really just let myself go. It was so nice, but my eldest is now 30 and my youngest is coming up 20. And so now the girls are saying, come on, mum, it's time. So I've thought... Tony! Tony! Like, you know, I don't drink as much as I used to. I'm also starting to look after my diet. I'm back to exercising, all that sort of stuff. So... I yeah, so she wrote the character or she created the character, uh, Jared Vincenzo Rebecca. A.K.A. Tony Rebecca, which is, you know, this this handsome hunk of chunk of a man. Yeah, yeah. What a boy! It wasn't he. Wasn't he the bad boy or something? Oh, he's he's been in the show for about 20, 20 years. I think least. when he first started, he was a bit of a bad boy or something. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna learn a little bit more now uh -huh. about how to be, you know, a witch and learn okay. some. I want to go out to. They're doing an all right job. This is great. This is great. The content. My, my criticism is. They need to be way more sloshed. Yeah. They need to have way more wine. I think that's why they edit so much. I guarantee that they've recorded this and they're about four wines in. And they're still very eloquent, yeah. but they've had to edit out all the... Uh, and all that sort of stuff. And that's what... They're not the greatest at editing if they are doing it. Or they've paid someone who probably on Fiverr or something mm, and yeah. they've just cut and paste. So let's find out. Because uh, the, the, the content of the love stuff really made me think that maybe being a witch isn't real. Okay. Pulling a bloke. It's just that simple. First of all, I wrote, wrote down a list of everything I wanted. Really important that. And you've got to really look at that list. You know, you want him to be financially competent. 
You want him to be sexually competent. You want him to be kind. It's all those little things. Like, and straight, if you're a heterosexual woman. I know a woman who did this and didn't put down that she wanted cut. a man. She'd been with men her whole life. And then she met a woman that fit the list. <laughs> yeah, they're both really happy. Anyway, so I wrote my list and thought, great, there you go. Done it. You know, I'm a powerful witch. Jumped in the circle. Did my bit. No, nothing ever happened. And the reason why is because I'm not ready. How do you... <laughs> <laughs> or she didn't have the right potion or stone. So, no, she did all the right things, Kieran. She wrote down a list of all the things she wanted. So I've done this recently. I thought witches created potions or spells. They can. And they go talk to... But, okay. but Kieran, like, I thought to myself, well, look, we've done this. We're doing this podcast now. Before that, before this podcast, I thought so I'll write down all the things that I want. And just in general life, I want to, you know, I want... Uh, to never have a mortgage ever again, even if I buy another house. Uh, you know, I'd like another dog. I'd like to not have to work ever again. And uh, I wrote it all down. I, I hopped into the circle. And uh, nothing, nothing's really changed. Well, you weren't ready, Turch. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, though. How did you come to the realisation? Oh, you know. Were you sitting around there waiting, going, well, where is he? Yeah. Is that a knock at the door? <laughs> um, I always do spell with herbs because I'm a herbalist. So so this woman here, who's not the writer for Neighbours, is a herbalist. I'm just, she just makes a lot of pot. What? Oh, you say that? <laughs> I know. I let it go and I walk away with an absolute knowing of, yeah, this is going to happen. And you know, it does. But when I walked away from all the love spells that I'd done, mind you, I'd done a few, and... I would walk away and just. Church, she like, sounds yeah, like right. she's from the west suburb, western suburbs of Melbourne. She's Done. From, oh, Done from, it. Done. She's from the uh, Sydney, I believe. Yeah. I was having, trying to find out from the other shows. Uh, I really like how she's gone. I've done multiple love spells, and they all really haven't worked. And uh, I'm a herbalist. <laughs> Let's continue on. It, it's so great. I'm, I really love this show. I've listened to every single episode. You didn't really believe. I didn't believe it was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't believe it was going to be true. And I didn't help the matter because I absolutely refused to go online because I think I'm going to meet someone organically. Like, okay, so she wants all these things in the man, this and that, and she wants to meet them organically. And so she's hindered herself again by not joining the online dating community. And obviously she's, i got to guess, in her 50s or so. Yeah. 40s or 50s, simply because she's got older. I'm going to put it out there. If you're a witch... And you're saying you're a witch. The amount of men that would be attracted to you very is a very tiny, very minute. Very, very minute. Yeah. Bring your options down, yeah, mate. Yeah. But also, I wasn't ready to do the work. I had to heal from my decisions in the past, from the hurt that I had caused others and that I had caused myself. You know, I had to forgive me. I had to forgive them. I had all this work I had to do and I hadn't done it. I have actually, I'm still moving through it, but I have done a lot of work. Now, this is like therapy for women. It's like, oh, I did all these magic spells and they didn't work. Obviously, I have to fix myself a little bit more first, do some work. Yeah. Or actually put in the effort to find someone, not just... Cast spells. Cast a spell, <laughs> yeah. Walk in my circle. I wasn't ready. What the fuck is this circle? Uh, it's... It's like preparing like a, a circle around you with like either candles or vigils or uh, elements of the nature or herbs. 
literally a circle. It's a very simple... And, you, and, you, and you're in the circle. And you're in the circle. You step into the circle. Yes, yes. Right. I learned this on another episode, but let's continue on. So we could create our own circle. Oh, yeah. Anytime. Right. There we go. I want to create a circle, though, but I want to get rope. And then I want to pour the rope with petrol. Yes. And then I want to stand in the middle of the circle and then light it and then have a ring of fire. Um... I'll videotape it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to, I was going to step out of the I'm circle thinking... and then leave you in there. I'm not getting, I'm not getting in a fucking rope. <laughs> petrol infused rope. A very large rope circle. Alright. Well, we can... Next, On the beach. Next, uh... Next, yeah, Phillip Island. <laughs> Here we go. Can stop being lazy. It is interesting. I mean, because I had a similar thing where I had a substantial relationship in my early 20s and for the last 20 so odd years cuts. or so, I would say I was pretty much single. Men came along, but nothing really lasted. And similar thing. I kept going, oh, I really want to meet someone. You know, you'd read about things, visualisation boards and all this sort of stuff. I did them all. And you did your list. And I did yeah. my list yeah. and did all those things and meet someone for a little while, but it fizzled and you give up and then not bother for a while. Well, you're a bit of hot property. Come on. <laughs> you're very kind. Oh, see that cut? Mm. Amazing. Who th- someone listen- has obviously hasn't listened back to this. But I also have a big nun archetype, so part of me is quite happy sometimes to just withdraw and be solitary and all the rest of it. Anyway, just after I became a witch, I just had this knowing of I'm ready. In all that time I was single, I had really looked at myself, I examined myself, I did do a lot of work and I felt, no, the time's right now. I've done all the work I can do on my own. I actually need a partner now, so I've got someone in my face to teach me some new lessons. So when she became a witch... (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing that you can become a witch I, well, I, I elect to be a witch uh, this is like this is not even Dungeons and Dragons that we're talking about here we're just talking about I've decided that I'm going to get into a circle write the things that I like like a list we go from there and they talk about this later on so it's very interesting I'm trying to get to the crux of it I know we're basically listening to the whole show I feel like we're just going to listen to the whole show but there's definitely stuff I want to talk about there's some things you just can't see by yourself unless you are in an intimate relationship. It just highlights uh, a lot of issues and that's a podcast for yeah. another time. So I made a conscious effort to call this in and you're right, after I did it, I just felt that's worked. I just had a feeling of that's done it this time. So how did you do it? Can you remember what you actually did? Like did you open Circle? Did you have tools? What did you do? So we're going to find out how this person use her witch powers to find a partner. Mm. Are you excited? I, I, mean, I, I am. Very yes. excited. Very, very, uh... I'm a little bit bored waiting. But, I had uh... some instructions from Violet <laughs> with the head crones of our coven that we visit, and it was working with the elements. started with air, and that was opening circle. Okay, so she visited her coven leader, and she gave us the thing. So she worked with the element of air. So there's yeah. four different elements. Earth, air, fire, water. You know, no carbon, no oxygen, nothing like that. The classic elements. Got it. You know, like the like the rings in Captain Planet. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Rings, Captain Planet, Earth, Wind, Fire. Okay. 
it was the writing down of exactly what you were looking for and folding that up and wrapping it up in a little box and making an altar and doing all that sort of stuff. So the idea was out there. It had been sent out. Then next you worked with fire. And I think it was for about a week every night. Again, opening circle, lighting candles, visualising this coming into your life. Then you worked with water, which was about loving yourself. Just actually you're worthy of this whatever you're wanting to manifest coming into your life. So having a beautiful bath and just nurturing and loving yourself. And then working with earth, which was about doing some more practical things. Like if you're looking for love, get online. <laughs> so, <laughs> so working you... with earth, get online. <laughs> so simply, air was like putting it out there. Yeah. Into the ether, writing down mm-hmm. what you want. Mm-hmm. Fire was, you know, lighting candles. That helps you find love. Yeah. Third one is about having a bath. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're outside, the candles also tell people that you are there. That's right. That's yeah. very true. That's, that's, how you, that's how you get them, especially at Carol's by candlelight. And the final thing that she did was actually try to look for someone. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of these steps... <laughs> it's more now, I don't know which one is going to work <laughs> One of these steps is far more important In the proactive looking for someone Than the rest But look, let's keep going <laughs> That's something you can do A yeah. practical thing you can do yeah. So working through those elements Was that four weeks of work? Did you do a week on each element? I- great question <laughs> That is a great question Because <laughs> I'm feeling How long do I have to spend on the fire In comparison to Rubbing one out yeah. <laughs> in the water. Or how long do, do I spend just as long looking for someone online than I do uh, having a bath for a week? Or what? what, what because I, in my mind, I was like, I mean, maybe this is just my can-do attitude. But I'm like, I, I, could, just, I could do all of that in a night. I, was gonna, I would just start at the <laughs> get on the online dating. <laughs> and work backwards. But let's tell how long does this uh, elemental process oh, take? I've got no idea. <laughs> there we go. And that was like a week's worth. It was a candle every night. But the other ones were just like one night. And maybe with those seven nights, I didn't do them. You know, I had a couple of nights off, but you ultimately had to clock it up to seven. So, <laughs> most of the teams took a night. But the candles, that was a solid week of work. She may have missed a few nights, but you did have to work your way up to lighting a candle seven days in that week. Oh, you know? that's great. But that's also holding intent for seven days, really thinking, I want this partner. And then obviously at the end, you do need to release it. I just read somewhere recently, actually, that thing of letting the thing go. It's like when you're in a restaurant, you order your food, it goes off to the kitchen and you trust it at some point. Obviously, I've taken my information today (laughs) on this, but let's keep it going. They're going to turn up. And it's going to be cool. And it's going to be delicious. (laughs) (laughs) And I just think that's a really nice way of saying, yep, I've ordered something, off you go. Anyway. So they've implied that if you do this process of writing what you want down, lighting candles, having baths, and then going out to look at it, uh, the earth will just give it to you. That's very different to ordering food. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because the food is actually there. Yes. And you know the food. Yes. This is... This is subtly different, but let's continue on because there's some things you're going to say soon that I really want to talk about and dissect. Okay. And the next day I'd been online while I was doing this and this guy got in touch with me and we spoke on the phone and the energy was just, I'm going, oh my God, I've met him already. This is, <laughs> this is instant. 
this is a happening thing and I went off to meet him and the second I met him it was just oh no this is just not right and I'm going oh my god I've done this big spell and I thought it worked and it just hasn't and I I actually got a little bit depressed I've got to say so the spell backfired the first the first first maybe it was an online spell yeah maybe the first thing she thinks was going to be a winner off the bat and it didn't work, and she got depressed by it. Now, I don't know if this person just can't handle rejection, just in general, but it feels like they really got, really didn't try. Like, this is the first date with someone. I don't know if you can really, like, instantly fall in love and happily ever after. Like, I don't think that's a, a yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. I think you know, though, when it's not going to work. Yeah, but that's a good thing. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was not going to work. It's only been... I'm not so connected. It's and you good. haven't wasted a lot of time and effort and energy. Exactly. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's continue on. Like I just <laughs> went, I give up. I give up. I feel yeah. like I've done everything I can do. And it was actually you, Gwenny. <laughs> she gave up. But Gwyn, Gwen, Gwen, Gwenny. Gwenny. Gwenny has come to help. A little bit of an insight and said, don't give up. He's coming. And that was all I needed, actually, was... Hey, Kieran, mm. don't, don't give up. <laughs> Thanks, Titch. That's all I needed. That's all you needed. <laughs> Just that yeah. little bit of hope. Hope's beautiful. Ah, oh, because I really I had given up and there was a little bit of hope. I'm going, you tried oh, once! You tried <laughs> once. You got depressed. Your friend said, I'll oh, just give it another go. And you're like, you know what? All right. <laughs> so she lit the candles. She wrote a note. Oh, about a month or so later and then again it was online a man got in touch with me and he has turned out to be a most loving special partner and yay, I can yay. love 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 <laughs> and particularly I, I did ask for a man who was spiritual and was interested in the kind mm. of work that I do and he's definitely been that and so out of all the men mm. she found someone who's into spiritual stuff which is quite easy in the online dating world because you can sort of tick that box. You can just sort of tick yeah. that box, yeah. So the online dating world sort of helps you, you know. You know that but I bet you it was the candles and the circle and you know the herbs. You that list you wrote. All you had to do was transfer that list <laughs> into the dating app and you could have skipped steps two and three. <laughs> See, your plan was a plan. Oh, My plan was a strategic plan. A strategic <laughs> plan, yes. He's perfect for you. He really is. Yeah. He really is. And so it was... He's a lovely guy. It was definitely worth the wait. And like any relationships, there's always going to be challenges and blah, blah, blah. But there was a sense that when he did come in, uh, the timing is absolutely right and impeccable. And you've just got to be patient too. Sometimes these things do take... No, with relationships, is like buying a house. When you're ready for a relationship and you find someone to be in a relationship with, it's like, like I said, it's like buying a house. When you're ready to buy a house and you find a house that you like, it wasn't fate. It was just, that was the right time to buy a house. <laughs> you know. I can't deal with witches. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. I also know of women, you know, when I say I'm a witch, they've said, oh, yes, I used to do witchcraft. And I'd be like, oh, used to? Like, you don't do it anymore? Okay, so this is my favourite part of the show. Okay, so she's, she is a witch hmm. and she tells people that she's a witch. Perfect. And then they go, I used to be a witch or used to be in that stuff. Like, cool. Tell you what, you come up to me and you tell me you're a witch. I'm walking away. Well, there you well, go. Actually, 
I'll probably invite you onto the podcast, podcast and then walk and away. then uh, deal with that and then walk okay. away. So let's find out what this interaction she has with people who who, who were I guess ex witches. Ex witches, yes. Just that's okay. I don't have a problem with that at all. But you know, there's a common thread that I notice. These women, like one in particular said, oh yeah, you know, I used to be a witch. And she said, I cast a spell to get my husband. And I said, and? And she goes, and I got my husband. I wrote the list, I did the spell, released it, and I really felt it in my heart, and I got my husband. I said, fantastic, and then what? She goes, that was it. And I thought, you're using witchcraft, or being a pagan, like going to the supermarket, and oh, I'll have a bit of that bloke, and I'll have a new car, i have a new job. You know what I mean? Isn't that what the... F- the f- <laughs> Wait, I feel like they're using witchcraft to, for love, right? Yeah. What does she do? I would want to know her other witchiness. True. Oh, she talks about the elements of it. Yeah. But she's gone, okay, this person I met, she put a love spell out there, Church, found her husband. I'm annoyed at you because you're not full Catholic. That's true. You're only taking the good bits. Oh, well, you know. That's the good bits of Catholicism. That's you're not cultural, committing. Wait a you're second. not committing wait to the full, full cu- That's what cu- cultural <laughs> appropriation is about. You take the best bits of everything and you only keep the best bits. I, you know. Yeah. I, look, I I've like, got no problem with that. Other like, witch taking the best bits, getting I a like, partner. I like the Jewish banking system. Oh. I don't like the removal of the foreskins. Mm-hmm. I like the beating of women in Islam. Mm-hmm. I don't like the, the you know, having to kill gays. Mm-hmm. You know. I like the uh, Christianity artwork, but you know. The gay stuff can go over there. But the beating of the women, I'm up for. Yeah, right. But that's me taking parts of the cultures. And the, good, push, the, good the, parts, parts. the good parts of the cultures, yeah. <laughs> you know. Which is what these other witches but have so, done. But yeah. so this, she's complaining now that this ex-witch found her husband and go, well, I don't need to be a witch anymore. That's all I wanted. And it's like, well, you can't do that. You have to... You can't just get... got to be full witch. you got to be full witch either all the time. It's like, wait a second. Isn't that exactly what you were telling your friend to do? continue to be a witch to find the husband mm. <laughs> this person i feel like it's just you're just the, you're being a witch to get the husband yeah that's the whole point of being a witch well is it yeah i think so well, let's continue on. how does one become a witch i don't know but we should uh, i want to get them on the podcast yeah. and it's okay you can get away with it but i've also noticed that these women they do want to practice again and they want to know more especially as they get older and their kids grow up and they're like no go back to that and you know they dust off their books and they come back but i just don't think it should be something disrespected and it's sort of no so it was a hobby and then they found a husband probably had children grew up in their lives and they've gone now that the kids are out of the home they want to revert back to this hobby to back to witchery back to witchery (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and they're going to dust off not a book books books multiple books So I think this is great. This is this is why I think um, you know religion, Catholic, Anglican, whatever, has done so well. There's one book, one book. That's it. They've kept it simple. Well, there's they've put it all into one book. There's multiple books in that one. Well, that's what I mean. They've they've put it into one book. Yeah, different chapter. Anyway, so that's all I'm going to play. That's the bit where I wanted to get to. So this, which we're told now, if you're out there looking for love, write down all you what you want. But use strategic planning, skip step two and three, and input it into into step four. Dating site, and just go for it. (laughs) And if you and if you and if you fail the first time, it's all right. You'd be right. Just call up. uh, Just contact the internet dating and get them to change the algorithm. Or just you know, you'll be right. Yeah. That's it, and that should get you back on the horse, and you can ride into the and do more circle stuff. And do more circle stuff, and that's the important thing. 
I love these witches. I think we should do another episode of these eventually. Maybe you can listen to one and you can talk. I, I want to listen to more. Yeah, of them. yeah I'll yeah. send you some. Yeah. But uh, what, that, what happened to them? Oh, uh, they had to finish up because one of them was starting uh, uh, starting a new business and the other one was busy writing for neighbors. Oh, so very exciting though. Well, I was going to say if they found love and then they can't do it anymore. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Now they stopped being witches because they found love and that was done. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, all you lovely wanking witches out there, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, uh, or what you like in a potential partner, we can read it on the on the show. Who knows? Uh, email us at weandlejoyontakepodcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you so much. My pleasure. For being my witch of choice. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next Thursday. <laughs> The Kath and Kim. It's amazing. It's amazing. They did pretty good. Apart from the weird editing. That was strange. Yeah, very weird editing, but not the worst. No, at least they're trying. Yeah.